0: hello fightful faithful welcome to uh slightly rebranded edition of sour Graps. um I am your host uh, Alex Alex blaski with me uh, now as always is Kate Elizabeth
1: hi guys hi, how are you?
0: hi everybody um uh, because uh, 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 Kate is is as they kids say blowing up. In the podcast world, <laughs> he's decided, much like Walter changed his name to Gunther, that it's a brand new me for Kate. New year, new me, and now it's Kate Elizabeth. Hey, Kate, how's it going?
1: That is, uh, that is my shoot first and middle name, and I thought, well, Miss Elizabeth, what a wonderful footstep to kind of follow in. Um, But yeah. Changed and I'm a Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter now. I got a little yeah, I like that a, a lot. Personal brand. Thank you. It was a really fun one. Regular Kate Fabe, they said was taken, but then the account didn't exist. So yeah, I thought um, that was rude
0: to
1: take <laughs> at, that one away from me.
0: At Alex Pulowski was taken when I joined Twitter.
1: Was um, it really? Yes,
0: by a woman who lives in Florida and hasn't tweeted since 2011. So so I feel like they you should just give it to me. Like She's got four followers and hasn't tweeted in ten years. I feel like it should be mine, but that's not what they said. So I had to do something I else. feel
1: like they should make that a thing. Like if someone hasn't tweeted in a decade, you can at least request it. and then if they're like non-responsive yeah. or whatever. Yes. But New year, new handle, get your super chats and get your humper chats in. Leave a yes. thumbs up on the newly branded mm-hmm. sour graps. Yes, little overlay here the like buttons right down there right. somewhere. So now I'm hoping Kate 2.0 will be more successful than NXT 2.0. So fingers crossed for that.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know the uh, the people the people on top. They're not they're not uh, they're not too impressed with the uh, with with the 2.0 in the in the NXT. 2. Have you heard? The people I... that they're not all that impressed by the Kate by the 2.0. Maybe they'll maybe they'll be more impressed by the Kate 2.0 as opposed to the NXT
1: 2.0. I hope so. You know, I like that Kate 2.0. She's a sweetheart. <laughs>
0: from she, boston all of a sudden i don't know why goodness, it's we're had, uh, yeah okay <laughs> so uh so kate i'm yes. gonna be uh hot take um was this a was i mean grading on a curve obviously was this a good episode of nxt 2.0 like is this as good like and i'm saying like not Halloween Havoc, not New Year's Evil, not a special event mm-hmm. like normal uh, on TV thing, but it's like a regular episode. Is this is as good as we can expect it to be?
1: Much like the Jack Nicholson movie. I right. think this is what gonna if, be as What if good this as it is
0: gets? as good as it gets?
1: <laughs> this I you know a lot of the things that we complain about from week to week from a booking perspective, I feel like we didn't see today. There were more clean finishes. There were more things that made sense. I liked what happened at the end. So it's still not like my favorite wrestling program by any means, but this was definitely one of, if not the strongest episodes of NXT 2.0. Like you said, a straight episode, um, not like a special or anything Right. uh, uh, that we've seen. Like there was a lot of stuff on here. I actually liked and some of the feuds that they're, kind of building out I'm actually a little bit more excited for and they're not all just 1.5 people or 1.0 people I'm excited about Duke and I'm excited about Braun Breaker versus Legato like there's some meat on the bone here right now I'm just nervous that that gets disrupted maybe by Royal Rumble but hopefully they sit in this for a little bit uh, before making any drastic call-ups
0: right well I mean uh, spoiler alert some of the people we we thought were probably main roster bound like like getting a call up like during the Rumble making their actual debut and then showing up on raw or Smackdown the next week those people uh I guessed failed their test their their test run on main event and are now in NXt again we'll talk about that happened at the end of the show and I was like oh okay well that that changes some stuff in my mind, but okay, that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, so there's there's interesting developments there. Uh, I thought the in ring work was, I mean, certain things aside, pretty good, stellar in in some moments, and like, okay, so this is this is what if this is as good as it gets? Can can like a three and a half out of five stars be the best we can expect? And if so. Is that the new five stars of NXT (laughs) 2.0? Like, is this an A-plus grading on a curve? And if so, yikes.
1: Um, If this was in the Tokyo Dome, absolutely. Would be five stars. No, I think because this is developmental, this might be kind of the cap that we see on it, which is not the worst. This was watchable tonight. I I can say that. And that's more than I can say for some of the main roster stuff that we saw. So... Um, yeah. So I think this might be them settling into realistically what the new 2.0 is and what we can expect.
0: Yeah. And also it feels like, um, well, just feels like this is uh, just that they've settled into kind of, this is what they're going to be. And, and listen, I, 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 in my, I guess I don't actually say it out loud or to him. But every 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 week, I'll watch Sean do his review of Raw or SmackDown, and I'll say, pretty good show. I liked it. And then then segment by segment, I'll watch him shred it and be like, you didn't like the show. You're actually me. You don't want to admit it, but you're actually me. Um, and uh, and he, so maybe that's what's going to happen tonight. We'll have to see. I'm going to go th- segment by segment, and maybe I'll actually turn out to have hated the show. You never know.
1: You know, and I think it's tricky because I think it's been so bleak for a while now that it feels like a good show when there's one or two really good things that happen. So you latch onto them. And then when you start going segment by segment, you're like, but the show wasn't good. There was just right. like a good thing that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what? what started it? I didn't love. So there you go. We're, we're starting out uh, with with a thing that I didn't love. the match, the match was fine. But the the opening promo of MSK on the stage with everybody cheering, but they didn't seem to hear the crowd, and the crowd didn't hear them because they were giving a promo to the Dusty Cup Trophy. Yeah, I, you you could miss me with that. I don't need any of that stuff. That was weird.
1: Yeah, that was real weird. <laughs>
0: um, and then MSK faces uh faces Jacket time. And um, and I'm just wondering, like, Kate, are, are we are we to assume that uh, our, our boy Ike Menjiro has pulled through his terrible IBS bouts with flying colors? He's, he's OK now. Is he still having those big old diarrhea shits or is that, has, has he's moved past that now? Because I was I was like we I, I tweeted that and our friend of the show, Bob O'Neill uh, responded. Well, I mean, it was a couple months ago. If it's still happening, I would hope he would seek medical attention. I'm like, well, NXT doesn't provide health insurance. And those jackets can't come cheap. He's got a lot of them. So maybe he's had to prioritize things. You know, maybe he just decided it's not worth it. not sure.
1: I think, you know, it kind of makes sense. Because, like, New Year, maybe he got a better health insurance plan through the Mm -hmm. states. Mm
2: -hmm. And it
1: covers. He's like, now I know what I need covered so I can reprioritize. So... Mm -hmm um that's my hope i it maybe he just has coffee in the morning and it clears out of his system faster before he has to wrestle i don't know you know you, ne- you, ne- ways you never know to, to work within it and i think I, that that's beautiful
3: i do like his sport coats i think they're very colorful i like the patterns um the, there's a there's a haberdasher down the street from where my husband one of my husbands, the sixth one, used to work, and he would go in there and he would have these flashy jackets. He would say, "That's not for me." Nice brown suit, and that's it.
0: He was he was very boring, uh, fantastic in the sack, but very boring. But but anyway, um, I, I I I thought this was was actually really good. This is probably the best thing we can get from from, from Jacket Time. I, I was watching Kushida going, ah, oh, gee, wouldn't it be great if they treated him with the amount of respect he deserves and should command all over the world, um, because he's great. Um, and he really brought the best out of the MSK kids. Um, and I saw, saw Rafael Garcia, a friend of the show, tweeting out about how, oh, I, I, would, I would kill to have Kushida in the Rumble. And I was like, why? So he can get eliminated under two minutes by Madcap Moss? Because you know that would be the most likely result of him being in the Royal Rumble. And that's the sad part. It's like, this is, the, this is as good as it gets for Kushida under a Vince McMahon regime. Like, being the the workhorse dude in a comedy tag team is as good as it gets for Kushida in NXT 2.0, which is kind of sad.
1: Well, so the match was great. These are both two teams that are, I would say, main roster ready, but realistically, beyond the main roster capability-wise, uh, yeah. especially, especially oh. Kushida. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, if they just ditched their gimmick, I would be fine with, with this. <laughs> like if if it sure. just wasn't jacket time, if they were just a regular old tag team with a yeah. normal gimmick, I, I wouldn't really have that big of an issue. But, uh, match was fantastic. I don't think, I don't think there's anywhere else for Kushida to go. No in any yeah. of the WWE products. Like I think his contract just runs out and then he goes back to Japan and gets to to live his life there. But yeah um but the match itself was great. I think MSK's days in developmental I think should be numbered. I think the tag team division needs so much help on the main right. roster and they could put on a lot of really fun matches up there. But this was a fun way to open the show. Don't yeah. love Kushida being the one to take the pin. No,
0: I was about to say that I I, I really enjoyed the fact of like the clever of like him putting his, his like flying hoverboard lock where he like locks in a body scissors on the, into the Kimura and like doing the blockbuster as a counter to that. I thought was a really clever way to like do that, but I wish that they hadn't. Pinned him out of it. Like it yeah. was a really cool sequence, but like there, Joe's right there, and he takes big shits. Like he's the guy who gets pinned. <laughs> the guy who the guy who takes big shits is the guy who gets pinned. Who gets like, shit on? That's a yeah, hard and fast rule in my book.
1: <laughs> yes, I. But to your point, like there was so much of me that was. Since we are grading on a curve, I was just like, "Wow, a decisive clean victory in a tournament. Who would have thought?" Like. Yeah. That was very refreshing, and because the match was great, but yeah, I didn't need Kushida getting pinned. But if you're gonna do it, it also wasn't a roll up mm-hmm. and it was yes. an exciting finish. So, it like, That's it's a... sad that these things are marks of progress, but what if this is as are. good
0: as it gets, Kate? Ugh, this, th- then... That is the theme, I believe, of the entire episode. There this is. is as good as it gets. Um,
1: Rob, who always does our wonderful. Um, Our wonderful photoshops will have to put that on the, as good as it gets.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'll I'll be Jack Nicholson and you can be Helen Hunt and we'll we'll have all the things Um, So EO and Zoe Stark are backstage. Zoe's wearing a knee brace, but there are no crutches in sight. However, she is seated. So they could have just like put the crutches off camera. Like I'm, I'm training every day. I'm getting better. Like, are you, or are you going to be back in six months? Um, but but like EO says, I you know I don't want to find a new partner for the Dusty Classic, and uh, Zoe's like you don't want to find a new partner because you secretly actually really like me. Um, and and uh, they they were always insufferable as a as a as a duo because the whole <clears throat> gimmick was they can't coexist, and and it would it never really went anywhere f- beyond that. Um, but I I thought it was it was cute, but like Zoe still wants to be. EO's friend and EO is a misanthrope or whatever it's it's fine. Then Tiffany Stratton walks up out of nowhere and says, "What are you wearing?" and she's literally wearing like a like a halter top and some jeans. It's not like the, I don't understand what what wasn't like was like outlandish or, or poor looking. It wasn't like had tattered. It's like, "Did you get that <laughs> off the clearance rack? Oh, by the way, EO, we have a match later. I'm going to beat you. Bye." I was like, "Oh, Tiffany Stratton's my least favorite thing." Like this is, that's, that's what this is going to be now. And I mean, I guess that's, that's, that's the point, but yeah.
1: But that's not the type of heat that you want. No,
0: it's not. Uh, I,
1: I, I'm hopeful that we might get, if you don't like spoilers of things, plug your ears and fast forward or pause or whatever. This is your spoiler warning. Spoiler. That was enough time okay there are rumors that asuka might come back around royal rumble time yeah and if my hope is that io goes out on her back and that we get an io shirai asuka feud on the main roster right so that would be nice i think that makes it a little bit hard to invest in yeah. what's going on with her in nxt because i think she's probably main roster bound either way there's just no she is a legend in NXT of a different NXT, and I don't think they're ever going to reestablish her as one down here yeah. right now. So, um, makes it kind of hard to invest. But the segment was cute, their timing was really good of like Zoe being like, sure. Is it because you really like me? And she was like, No, no, of course not.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, but this was yeah, benign. I'll dig into Tiffany Stratton later because what happens later, yeah, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll, yeah, barf. yeah we'll,
4: talk. we'll talk about that.
0: Um, so, uh, Ryan Sullivan. Sends a chant saying, "So, how long until Stratton's daddy becomes an on-screen character? Like, and and uh, I mean, hopefully, I a very know. long time. What
1: is it? Her biological father? Do we think, or is it a sugar daddy, or is no, it a no, weird? She,
0: she's daddy's girl. Daddy? I mean, I would, please, please, I don't, I don't know. Just saying. I, I, oh gosh. Um, Guru says uh, uh, Tiffany in my mind is now Carmela Brook." Like she's Carmela and Dana Brooke together, kind of thing. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Um, let's do some of these global humper chats. Uh, the Nuru says, "New Year, new name, same bangs." For the Kate Hensler, Evergreen. Green, Elizabeth, um, Evergreen. and uh, uh, and Zach Barber says that my mm. at should have been just at AP four. Alex, well, yeah, I used to be Pulowski the fourth because that is my. I'm actually the fourth of Aww. my name. Uh, and then I switched it to Alex Sour Graps so I could so I could advertise the show with every tweet about anything else.
1: Did um, you do it beautifully, sir?
0: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, the Pringle and Paul Hensler uh, um, <laughs> uh, a saga continues. J.W. Pringle says, Kate's mom and dad, hi there. Uh, hey there, uh, Paul Hensler, I hear you're undefeated. I'm undefeated too, if you don't count all those defeats from before. <laughs> Paul Hensler replies, here's to undefeated J.W. Bringle, except those defeats were not counting. And the nerd guru says, spoiler, undefeated Paul Hensler is winning the Royal Rumble.
1: Spoiler, bro. I gave a spoiler tag. You got to let people know that when my dad opened or like is the first in the Royal Rumble, he's going to run the gauntlet first. I
0: I would have done the actual pause for the real spoiler warning. However, your father isn't actually going to win the Royal Rumble. So it's More of a joke thing.
1: He yeah. is eliminating Omas. Yeah.
0: He-, <laughs> yeah.
1: he is running the gauntlet. Edge has nothing on my dad.
0: Yeah. Uh and no, uh, Luis says your dad's gonna be the Iron Man. Iron yeah. Man Paul Hensler. Yeah.
1: Iron Man Paul Hensler, that's him.
0: Uh that's that's his nickname now. <laughs> um, so uh we got what was uh both the the best and the worst thing about the show at the same time. Yeah, we did. Okay. So the 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 no holds barred, falls count anywhere, street fight, no dq deal, uh that happened with um with Solo, Sokoa and and Boa um was uh was great. Like, it was really great. Uh I actually I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, they, they made a really good use of all of the stipulation, be able to go all over the, all over the ring and everything. Um, I, I, even, they even got the, the Vic Joseph treatment of solo boa next, which I was just like, oh yeah, you're doing the thing, the thing I love that I called attention to. And now every time I see it, I can't unsee it. Um, speaking of not being able to unsee things, Kate. <laughs> Last week, I went into a diatribe about the burn makeup they had for Solo Sokoa, and I said, A, it looks horrible, especially close up. Like, if it's from really far away, you might be able to pull it off, but you did a super close up of it, and it looked like a, a, a hot dog that had been left on the grill too long. It didn't look realistic at all. It was it was bad. It looked really bad. It looked like somebody who got a B minus in their stage makeup class in, in, in college. And I said, all of that aside, you're not gonna actually have him go out there and wrestle wearing that on his face, are you? Like, like as speaking as somebody who did a lot of stage acting and had to wear like a prosthetic nose and like fake scars and everything, they 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 they, they brush on this this adhesive called spirit gum, and they attach it to your face, right? And sweat makes that stuff just melt away. So under the hot lights on, on a stage, like you'll feel it starting to pull away. You feel the nose starting to give. And thankfully, usually you're not on stage for 45 minutes at a time. You go to go backstage and there's a makeup person right there to touch it up, reattach it, and you can go back on. And the illusion is not shattered. However, in a street fight that goes all over the building where people are punching you in said face... The likelihood that the that it will start to fall off is approximately a hundred thousand <laughs> percent. And what happened, Kate? <laughs> it started to flop like it was there as they as they came. Like by the way, great match. The spots that went backstage were like beautiful. Um, so solos to go like flung himself into the garage door. Um, and I love that Wade Barrett says, Oh, that garage door is bloody unrecognizable at this point. And I'm like, Really? Uh, c- way yeah. better. The way better you can't
3: recognize it's still a garage door, it's a dented garage door. I'll grant you that, but it's
0: still a garage door, it's clearly a garage door. Um, but 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 then he goes outside and kind of locks the door. And so Boa, trapped in NXT forever, has to try and yank the garage door open manually, but because it's dented, it's off its track. So he is just pulling on that chain to open it. And I was like, if this thing doesn't actually open, they are so screwed. But it did exactly. enough to do the, the fire extinguisher bit. Um, very handy to have a fire extinguisher outside in the NXT parking lot because you never know when a lot of things are going to be set happen. on fire. It's true. It's the NXT parking lot. It's a, it's a, it's a free-for-all out there. Arsonists.
1: Arson. Yeah. Arsonists
0: everywhere. Literally, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting an arsonist in the parking lot. I don't know why there are dead cats around, but there are. Plus,
1: Listen. L.A. Nights driving around a Corvette that very well might be manual. You always want to have a fire extinguisher in your car if they're like, you know, so you got to
0: be it's, smart. It's it's true. Listen, so <clears throat> after all that, they start making their way back to the ring. And as they're doing it, <laughs> that side, the, his, his thing is just doing this. It's just, it's just flopping around on his cheek. Every time he takes a step, it's just going flippity-flappity. It was, I could not stop laughing. Yeah. And finally, it's just gone. Like, I don't know if, if, if he just got tired of it and said, you know what, screw this thing and threw it off. I didn't see him do that. But all of a sudden, it, it had been flapping. And the next time I saw it, it was just gone. And I was like, hallelujah, it's a miracle. He's been healed. He's healed. Somebody laid on the hands and fixed his burn scars um so like you know
1: i've seen the commercials where the where the miracles happen when the healers they're on very late at night the late night commercials sometimes it happens i'm just saying it's true yeah Um, i don't here's the thing there's no right answer for the performer in that situation you can't just keep trying to stick it back on your face because the spirit squad gum is going to (laughs) continue (laughs) <laughs> to disintegrate. I was trying to think of a good, like who would have thought that's Dolph Ziggler? I didn't yeah, know what it was going to be, No, but true. there you go. Um, and you can't rip it off because that betrays the character, but you definitely can't leave it flapping in the wind. You can't yeah. take the match seriously. So there's just no right answer. So if that's what he chose, Yeah. Um. like God bless.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: so,
1: which yeah. is a shame because it was distracting from, like you said, a really great that's
0: match. the point. I was watching the whole thing. Watching to see if it would start flapping. And when once it did, I just couldn't stop laughing so hard that my eyes were closed. and I missed a bunch of stuff. and I was I missed the finish because I was laughing so hard because somehow his his face had been healed by a miracle from from above. So I had to go back and re-watch the finish, which was great. He had his giant s- solo sacoa splash. It's not an Uso splash, although let's be honest, it's a fucking Uso splash. Off the top turnbuckle to the floor through a table. That was great. What a really cool match. And what do you what do I always, always say? I don't know, those of you who might not know what I always say. Stop screwing over your talent by giving them terrible stuff to say in their promos and saddling them with stupid gimmicks or overbooking and making them have to work around it to get to get anything over. Like it it actively hindered his performance in the in the thing because you could tell he was self-conscious about it because he kept trying to like stick it back to his face as it started to peel and then it would made me all get all distracted by watching it like don't do that. There's no need to have physical burn scars. Give him like like put on some wrapping or something or just like like have it you can do something so it looks pinkish. so it's not supposed to be third degree burns. It's just, you know, a burn. I don't know. Weird.
1: Yeah, at least I think you're right in that if they had tested it out at all, they would have found out that that was not going to um, be an effective thing to do. Um, <clears throat> but the rest of the match was great. All the spots you named, that table spot was fantastic. My only two things were, I feel like street fights are most effective when they're used for super personal brawls. Um and this, there's nothing like, there's not like a whole lot of heat between them. Like, is it because their names rhyme? Like, what are we, what is the visceral hatred here? And then my only other complaint is, man, if you go out there doing the the Uso's splash, and, like we're teetering on Brigger's they're, they're chanting
0: Uso for him.
1: Yeah, he's blonde Uso. We've been calling him that the whole time. So it's it's a it's getting to the point now where it's like Breaker and the Steiner thing where it's just like it's so obvious. yeah, um let's pull this up now. I was gonna wait until yeah the middle of the show. but uh, our friend Wild boy needs a little bit of help. He's a fantastic, fantastic person. Not like a huge ask if you can give anything in addition to your super chats and Humper chats if you can give a little bit more to something that would. Uh, definitely fundamentally help somebody's life of somebody that is in need and just yep. a really great human. Please go to the GoFundMe here. I know Feifel tweeted about it. I tweeted about it. Sean tweeted about it. If yep. you are able to help, please, please do it. I know this is a long URL, but it is on the Twitter machine. If you just need a more click, clickable link, we'll pull that up again later in the show. Sure. But I just, since it was there, thought Thank we'd call you. it out now.
0: Yeah, agreed. <clears throat> um, so we got a couple of... Um... <laughs> Couple of super chats about this. Uh Mr. Showtime says tonight needed more veer. Also Solo Scars LOL. Uh Solo uh, TNA for life says I was pretty impressed with Solo versus Boa. Solo carried him to a t- damn good match and in my eyes is in the top 3 best new 2.0 guys. Uh, I I I think his ceiling on the main roster is really really high. Yes. Like there's a bunch of guys that I think I prefer like just in my own personal proclivities, but I think for Vince, that guy's, especially because like, oh, we can just slot him into the whole Samoan gimmick. Perfect. Like, I think he's got a huge thing. Um, Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) I'm impressed that Boa was able to do as well in the match as he did with that happening. I think that is, people don't realize how difficult that is as a performer when you have something that's persistently malfunctioning for it not to be super distracting. He did a great job in spite of that.
0: And uh, James Nepper says that Roman, who has a very close personal relationship with God, that's how he was able to smite Finn Balor when he got on the top rope. Extreme Rules, that Roman sent God to fix his face.
1: God does not have a successful WWE run between losing and tag team, right? He lost as a tag team champion to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Um, And this, yeah, like it's it's pretty rough.
0: Yeah. Uh, Debbie Pringle says, FYI, just over one half. To the, to the wild boy goal, let's go guys Come on, let's. Uh, it would be a really amazing thing To do that for him, because he, he deserves it He's a really great guy, and falling on some tough times As a lot of us are, and it would be a really amazing thing For the fightful faithful To be able to, to prop up One of their own in this time of need That would be really great um, So, we got uh, Sendoz Escobar promo um, About, you know, how uh, He's, he And Braun Breaker Rickaker are uh very similar because they both come from wrestling families. So I don't I'm not impressed by you. I don't fear you because we're very similar. However, my family's better at math. And like at some point <laughs> you just have to do the thing and call him Steiner because it's just it's it's getting again distracting at this point.
1: It you is. Know? Especially considering that promo was not even a, in WWE, right?
0: Yeah, no. So well, that's was, even funnier. A that they won't even mention. They had a they had Which a huge a, a huge uh, last week on Raw, really really well made um, video package about Bobby Lashley's full career. WWE, then he left WWE and he went to Bellator. And immediately after doing stuff in Bellator, he came back to WWE. They wouldn't even mention his amazing run on impact, but they will <laughs> reference a <laughs> promo from what 15 years ago, <laughs> like that that happened on the what it was called TNA. Uh, it's crazy. I think it's hilarious.
1: Um I was getting a little bit more hopeful about that because of this reference and them calling John Moxley Mox instead of Dean Ambrose, like, and mentioning impact for Mickey James. I was like, maybe they're starting to acknowledge things outside of their own universe. And then that video package <laughs> happened, And Bobby Lashley was never a TNA. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I loved the promo. I love him calling him a young champion, like, really, really playing down to his youth and not doing it in a. You're the new guy. Is this is 2.0 way? Like just to, speaking to his his youth, his inexperience. Mm-hmm. I I really really loved that, and he is just so effortlessly cool, man. Legato is so rad. <laughs> like absolutely love him. I love the whole faction, but him being the leader, like what an incredible
0: like, presence uh, and, and
1: charisma on the guy.
0: I I think um, I think you I think you bring them up to the main roster now because they're ready, especially him as the leader. I think you immediately have them subsume Los Lotharios because they're dead in the water. Like they try to do something with them, but then they're like just just jobbing out to people now. So but I think those two guys like added to Joaquin Wild and Mendoza give like a full faction. Of, a, of an absolute leader and then four underlings who each have their own distinct kind of personalities, I think that could really, really work. And I would say, you type, put him on Raw or SmackDown, I would go SmackDown, they within thinner roster. You, you immediately have him take out Nak- Nakamura and become the IC champion. Ooh. And he just runs the mid-card. He has a handshake agreement with Roman and the Usos. You don't mess with my business, I won't mess with yours. And then, like, but... The very first time your boy step to mine, then it's off. And they both say that. And it's a handshake agreement. And that way you don't have to worry about them like, oh, I don't know, these why are these all these heels? Like, no, no, no. They have a handshake agreement. It's a business deal. I think that could that could really solve problems until you need to actually have that story, then it's there for you. And then you have basically uh Santos's gimmick be, you want to match with me? You gotta beat my four boys in a gauntlet match. One Ooh. after the other. And nobody can do it until the guy that does it beats. Because here's the thing. I want to see Santos Escobar wrestle, have him do six-man tags and stuff, and that's fine. But they've already shown they have no problem with the IC champion never defending the belt. So make it a storyline rule as to why he's not doing it. Because nobody has has finished his stipulation yet. So, like, if they they, they could do that, exactly, Mark Lospers says, it's looking is too good, <laughs> stop raising our hopes. But I'm saying, like, they could do something like this and make it make the mid card of SmackDown really fun and cool and interesting. And you have somebody get through all the get through three of the guys, but in the fourth guy, Santos cheats or whatever to make sure he, nobody wins the gauntlet. And you you keep doing that kind of stuff until one guy gets through and beats Santos. And that's a story. And that can last like six to eight months. You could do a really fun, I don't know, when was the last time that Shinsuke even defended the belt? july like it was so it doesn't matter you know you know so it's just it's it's kind of a thing like if you're gonna have this this far of a a time with the ic title not being defended make a storyline reason for it and that's what you could do they won't do it but
1: i would love for them to because assuming that royal rumble is going to tie up all that otherwise like bloodline stuff I think it'd be fun to have those factions face each other SummerSlam time-ish, either starting at SummerSlam. But yeah, call him up. Why not? I kind of want LA Knight to be the one to dethrone Shinsuke, which doesn't feel like it would be hard. I feel like I might be able to do it at this point. Like, they've given him no credibility. I feel like if I caught him on a bad day, and Rick Boogs was, like, doing something stupid. I feel like I would be able to go and ambition skin Nakamura well, for that. Well, schoolboy
4: roll-up
0: is undefeated, so. Yeah, if
1: I can just learn that. There you go. Please.
0: There you go. Um, Dummy,
1: yeah. Thanks, Mark Louis. Losper
0: says that he's Bronson Steiner on Twitter. I get the sense that they're treating like this, like, veer, and they think it's funny. It wouldn't be the first time their sense of humor made no sense to anyone normal. I mean, it's true. Like, they, they may think it's funny. And I, honestly, like, like, they've shown they have no compunction about changing somebody's name out of the blue for either nonsensical or perhaps way more nefarious reasons. You know what I mean? We got, a, we got a very in-depth Gunther and Imperium promo where they all spoke German through the entirety of it. All of them can speak English. It is a choice for them to speak German. Fabian Eichner also speaks fluent Italian. What I, I honestly loved about the earlier stuff that he and and Bartel were doing is that Eichner was speaking Italian to Bartel and Bartel was speaking German to, to Eichner and they understood each other. And I thought that was really cool because these are both worldly <coughs> men who understand these languages and us at home understand neither of those languages for the most, most part, most of us don't. So that was a kind of a cool thing. Now having them all standing there very rigid, like it's, (laughs) listen.
1: Remember at the beginning
0: of the show when we were like,
1: this was a good episode. Here's where we're getting, we're getting hot. (laughs) The
0: the thing about it is, is like, I love Imperium in the ring. I think they're great. I think that Eichner and Bartel are amazing wrestlers. They've proven that over and over again. They're fantastic. I think Walter is one of those guys, and I'm not going to call him the other name. Walter is one of those guys who is just like, how do you screw that up like it's just he's just a gigantic man who chops people to death like and he can he, can, he has the stamina to go f- to have a 40-minute match like he's just he's great and like i don't understand you screw that up and this is how you screw it up because yeah. you have you you do that you haven't changed the name to gunther you were going to do gunther stark but that's the name of a, of a of a german u-boat captain so you were like let's just call it gunther well it'll still be in all caps so it'll be completely arbitrary to call him Gunther instead of Walter. But I'm sure, I said to myself, they'll have him come out and give a give a reason. Well actually, um my my given name is Gunther. But and I wanted to use that to be true to who I actually am. But actually in this promo, again in German, he says he doesn't say that. Here's what he says translated into English. He says Hold on, he says
3: there's a name that I was known by all over the world and uh, this name was what I was I was known in Europe I became famous I became feared all over the world and I came I went to uh, the, the United Kingdom and I became the NXT UK champion and I was NXT UK champion for seven and a half years under this name this is the same name that my parents gave me at birth to honor my grandfather it was the same name as my grandfather, who was the patriarch, who carried our family through the hardest times in our in our generations. And this is a name that I will no longer be known by because now I am choosing to be called Gunther for no reason at all. Thank you. That
0: was the promo. Like, what? What? Like, that was the best you got? Like I'm no longer using this name that I became famous for and feared by all over the world. It, the The name I used to be called was my actual given name. I was named that by my parents after my grandfather, whom I honor by going by that name. However, I'm gonna change it now. But like, like I, I, he says. Kenshiro says, I changed my name because I want to have my own legacy, he says. You already established a legacy. The best way to honor your grandfather and also create your own legacy is to go by the one name, all caps, Volter, that strikes fear into the heart of anybody who steps in the ring with you because you might chop them the wrong way and they might die. Gunther is the barista
5: at Central Perk.
1: That point that was just made on the Super Chat is what was going through my head the whole time, which was like, it's not like your name was like Christopher Jericho. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like your own legacy. I don't know of another wrestler that was named Walt. Definitely not Walter. One name, Walter. Like that's kind of what I loved about it. I was like, you took this name that kind of sounds a little dorky to be honest. And you made it menacing as hell. And you like there was a whole air around it. And when his Titan Tron came up and he was standing there where the letter L was, it was terrifying. Like mm-hmm. I just between that and now also when Imperium do the hands behind their back thing, all I can think about is the emoji of the two girls dancing with the, yeah. <laughs> so now I can't Very take good. any of it seriously.
0: Um, yeah. So... And like, why
1: did you explain all the meaning of the other name? And then no real significance of this name, right? You know what I mean? Like this is but, all yeah, what, the importance
0: on did, that. Name. Well, but yeah, yeah. So so that's why you're you decided I'm gonna go by a different name now. I mean, regardless of your of your reasons, that seems stupid to me, but like those are your reasons you want to do a new legacy for yourself. So that's why I'm changing your name. Why are you changing it to Gunther though, when you could have been anything? Um uh, j blood says i'm using this name for reasons i can't explain for pr purposes but let's just say someone in creative is a bit of a history buff <laughs> um uh so mark losper yes says uh wanted me to rub my hands and say here we go he also <laughs> tweeted uh, not tweeted a uh, humper chatted to us i'm probably going to spend a bunch of chats about this so here it goes the problem with the gunther stuff has two levels The less important level is that they changed the name of an established guy for zero gain and zero reason. This is the the first point. I saw Finn Balor coming to like, hey, everybody hated Finn Balor originally. But yeah, I mean, I didn't see that. Like, I remember people going like, well, he was known by Prince Devitt everywhere. They changed his name. That's weird. But they changed it upon reporting to NXT. We never saw him wrestle, I don't know, Dozens of matches under Prince Devitt, and then they changed it to Finn Balor out of the blue for no reason. That wasn't a thing, so that's very different. Um and Mark it's Osper, weirder
1: to go from one one two-syllabolic first name to yeah. another two-syllabolic first name mm-hmm. when it's like that was like the air about you. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Finn um, was also the demon, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, I don't know.
0: Mark Losper says. The way more important level is that they changed Walter's name to that of a German U-boat captain. If this was isolated, it'd be easy to say it's a mistake. If You look at this with a nod to the frowned upon verse of the German national anthem and the invasion crap that all of uh, Imperium were posting about, it becomes very difficult to say that this wasn't intentional. Given that that's the case, the biggest wrestling company intentionally naming somebody after a German U-boat captain is a massive effing problem. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Now, listen, um, there's that and also the tone of this, like, my name is Gunther now, let's deal with it. Um, and, uh, is, uh, and also all of them speaking German and the way they're dressed and everything, like, they're just, they're just SS officers now. Like that's, that's their gimmick. Like that's like their, their, their high brow, like that's the thing. Like, like there was a, there was, there was some not so subtle nods to that. Like the coat that Volter would wear when he comes out is modeled after a very specific coat that German officers wore during world war two. Like there were a lot of nods to that um, about their gimmick. Now it just feels like, no, we want to actually take away all the subtlety, all the subtext. This is just what they are now. Like I would not be surprised to see them wearing knocked off militaristic uniforms at some point. Like it just I wouldn't be surprised because they are just like we're gonna lean into it because 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 the average age of the people who watch NXT is like 65 years old, which means there's a lot of World War II vets out there who watch. So we're just gonna play directly to their um all their fears and hatreds
1: my thing with this is also just if you take it on the most optimistic level it still sucks (laughs) like like best case scenario yeah this still is awful and again kind of like the nxt reboot in general nobody was asking for a reboot nobody Nobody was like, oh, you know what? Walter's not working for me. Walter was someone who actually, I feel like, was able to step into both worlds really well. Yeah. Really, really well. Same with all of Imperium. Yeah, and Eigner and yeah. I mean, just ridiculous in the ring.
0: No, uh, I see people in the chat saying that World War II vets are closer to 80. Actually, they're closer to 100. But if the average age is 65, that means there are as many people who are older than 65, including some who are so old? They're skewing the age that way, as there are who people who are younger than sixty-five. Which means there's got to be a, a, a few dozen World War II vets in the audience watching this thing. Um, now, uh, J.W. Pringle says, uh, "Wall Unther uh, <laughs> and the others, uh, the other fellows, all blonde and blue-eyed, reminds me of something. If only I studied world history in middle school. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's inartful." There's a way to do this and do the nods to whole, all of that, which I think they were kind of doing in a way to be like, okay, here's the nods to this. You know where we're going, but we're going to do it in an artful way. And now it's just like, here it is.
1: I would not say subtlety is a strength of NXT 2.0. No, <laughs> I,
0: I would I would agree. I would agree. Just
1: like in general.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, we got later. Uh, On to positive stuff now, as Louis says, God bless Malcolm Bivens, who cuts a fantastic promo backstage letter about how him, he and the, he, his boys, uh, the Creed brothers, um, and uh, Roderick Strong, are going to um, uh, are going to face Imperium next week in a six man tag, and um, and all of this. Would would feel more. I'm sorry. Would feel more intimidating if like Roderick Strong wasn't on a three match losing streak. Even though they were all great matches, and he's amazing, and also like he taped an episode. He taped an episode of main event last night. Um, and uh, of all the NXT guys who are getting a tryout on main event right now, which includes Champa and Pete Dunne, and also L.A. Knight, he's the only one who has lost a match. Like they actually had him get called up to do a a match on main event and lose. So like, it's kind of obvious, like what, what Vince sees in, in this guy, which isn't much, which is, which is stupid because he's amazing. Um, But I I liked him. Like he he also mentioned like, why did your parents name you Gunther? Malcolm, I love you, buddy. You weren't paying attention. He actually said the opposite of that. He said, my parents named me Walter. I'm changing it to Gunther because reasons. So I, I I like this, but I, I appreciated most that he said that Ivy Nile after they beat Walter, uh, Wal- Walter, um, their uh, the Ivy Nile is going to stretch him out all the way to Sunday or whatever. I thought that was funny that Ivy Niles gets gets to gets to take out the scraps.
1: I think you're also forgetting about the part where he said they should have named you dumbass in yes, all true. capital letters. Yes, true. and also called him a big dumb Austrian tree.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: What a gem. What a gem. So here's the thing. your point about Roderick Strong and any other era would have held more water if winning and losing meant absolutely nothing anymore. (laughs) So he could be dethroning Roman. Losing doesn't mean anything. Um, I feel like him, because didn't he, wasn't it Roddy Strong versus LA Knight though? So one of them had to lose. No, 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 no,
0: no. They They did not face each other. They fa- they faced enhanced like the, the equivalent of employed by WWE, fantastic wrestlers who are now basically enhancement talent on main event, who is yeah. um Cedric Alexander and uh and T Bar and uh Die Jack. Dijak has has lost lost in the last two weeks to Ciampa and Pete Dunn on main event, but tape last night, spoiler alert, he beat Roddy Strong. Um uh yeah. LA Knight beat uh, Cedric Alexander last night on tape. That you can watch that on the Hulu. On the Hulu on the Thursday. Oh,
3: I love the Hulu. Oh, the Hulu's fantastic. Street. Have you
0: seen Only Murders in the Building? With the, with the Steve Martin and the Martin Short. I always mix them up. I want to call them Steve Short and Martin Martin.
1: <laughs> I have not seen that. Is it a is it a good program?
0: I, I actually haven't seen it myself. Oh but, but I've heard wonderful things. Next the time. Selena Gomez is in it and she's just cute as a button. Isn't
1: oh, she? I love the Selena Gomez. Go. Hey, did you hear hmm? about this The Brian Kendrick requesting his l- release?
3: Let's talk about the, the The Brian Kendrick.
1: Let's take a Linda and Sheila break real quick.
3: The, li- the, the 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 Brian Kendrick who says, please, I would like to go now. Like, he said apparently he he asked for his, his his release request six weeks ago, and and they've said they said now nah, what is going to keep you? Like hashtag free Ali hashtag free thee free thee Brian Kendrick. That's what I'm going to say. But here's the thing, I would want to go too. I mean he's he, he it's a dangerous workplace environment. He was on the job when a when a fellow with obvious uh, uh, anger issues. And, and aggression problems, threw him down a flight of stairs, and that same individual has yet to actually experience any any consequences, any discipline for throwing him down the stairs. I mean, I would want to leave too.
1: I mean, this, the Brian Kendrick, is all over the place. First, he's like, I'm going to fight you even though I'm not medically cleared. And then he's like, I don't even want to be here anymore. I don't know. I, I think mean, it's weird that he puts the word "the" in front of his name. I would never do such a thing. I wouldn't just put "the" in front of people's names. It's, it's very tacky. weird. It's, it's tacky. a tacky
0: thing to do. It
1: is a tacky thing to the, do. The
0: Brian Kendrick is just tacky for putting a "the" in front of his name. It's true. Um, I I hope he gets his release. He deserves it. I think I think the whole I think his plan was, all right. I'm going to get squashed by this by this giant you know, silent man. And, uh, and then I can leave. Uh, and, and they were like, nah, like, like it was canceled because of, uh, you know, uh, COVID restrictions, I think. And, uh, and then they never actually, they never even revisited it. They never even mentioned it again. Cause he hasn't been to TVs recently. So they can't do the match.
1: <laughs> Just, if you're not getting used and you can't quit, that yeah. feels wrong but you know what else linda have you heard about the stand and the deliver i have heard
0: it's gonna be a matinee which is nice because i can't stay up late anymore i I gotta i gotta go to bed early i I want to have these things
1: my dinner at around three and i want to watch the program
0: yep that's right it's a nice it's uh, you go to you go to a nice matinee so they're gonna have a matinee it's gonna be on the same day as the night one of the wrestlemania which is gonna go eight hours. The both nights eight hours each. It's gonna be the longest show ever. The most stupendous. Have you heard? It's the most stupendous. I heard it's the most most stupendous stupendous. two-night WrestleMania in history. Also, the most stupendous one afternoon NXT, not a takeover anymore in history. So that's
1: good. NXT, not the takeover. (laughs) That's what they should start calling them.
3: No, they should call it NXT take-in, a takeaway, take out. I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to get some takeout from the Chinese. I
1: love some good I'm a, takeout.
3: I'm going I'm I'm to sit down with my low mane
0: I'm going to watch a program in the middle of the afternoon as God intended.
1: As the good Lord intended.
3: That's right.
0: Um, so.
1: <laughs> that was your segment with Linda and Sheila. Yeah, that
0: was the thing. <laughs> You'll probably get more, but that's it. Um, Mark, Mark Lossberg sends a hooper chat about Roddy Strong. Hmm, good worker, decent build. Over with a group of friends who currently hate us. Definitely not for us. That's no, Vince of on Roddy, Finn, Malachi, Bud Matt, Cedric, Shelton. Mustafa. Mustafa Ali. <laughs> you know yeah. what?
1: He pops me, Alex. But not everyone can pop so easily, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you need a little help popping. Sometimes. Oh,
3: it's
4: true.
1: You need a little bit of aid.
3: Yeah.
4: If
1: you need a pop in your pants.
4: Yep. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? BlueChew.com, code FIGHTFUL, gives you your first shipment of BlueChew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. You take an online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You don't wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting Blue Chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue Chew and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now.
1: He doesn't blink until like the end of it. It's true. It's amazing. So if you need hard times,
2: use some Bluetooth.
0: good it's good um so uh we got duke hudson back versus guru raj and this is the duke hudson i've kind of wanted the whole time um i uh he's he was very aggressive very str- i love his like he did like a last ride version of of the uh, razor's edge which was awesome like he gets up on the razor's edge and like lifts them even higher and then like throws them out and down it's not quite an ego's edge that ethan page does but it was a different version of it. I really liked it. Like it didn't, it it was, it was cool. That's his finisher now, which is cool. It's a squash match against Guru Raj. And then Dante Chen comes out and says, Duke Hudson, I'm going to give you the courtesy that you didn't give me last week. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to come and beat you up. (laughs) And they have a brawl and that's it. I mean, I don't know what else to say about that.
1: I like, here's what I liked about this though. I like that Dante Chen did that. I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. And he didn't interfere with the match. He did it after. We got clean finishes. Yeah. It was like Christmas morning. Yeah. like We got That's clean good. finishes. This whole show, it was it was delightful.
0: Uh, Luis uh, asks, why did Sean do an ASMR Bluetooth ad? Uh, you have to ask Sean. But Mark Losper says, uh, glad I was uh, part of the uh, throw to the ad. Day made. That's good. Um. We yeah, got,
1: we're getting mixed reviews about this. A lot of people, <laughs> a
0: lot of people
1: have questions. You can go to bluechew.com. Mm, um, yeah, people liking it, people concerned that Sean hasn't blinked yet. That's not mm. a side effect of Blue Chew that we know of. Um, mm. but
0: oh, that we know of,
1: that we know um, of. It's,
0: it's not uh, yeah, so we got, <laughs> we got, um, toxic attraction versus Indy and Persia and Kaylee Ray. Um, uh, it's a six-woman tag, and there you go. And eventually, Kaylee Ray chases Mandy Rose away from the ring with an aluminum baseball bat, hot on her heels. Like, I mean, I, I don't I don't know how much faster Mandy Rose runs than Kaylee Ray, but we never saw the rest of that. Like, they just left, walked into Gorilla, chasing her with a baseball bat. And I'm, I'm assuming Mandy Rose was not beaten to death because if that was the case... I don't know if they would have shown it, but they would have reported it. So, uh, uh they, uh, Indian, it turned into a straight up tag match, and India and Persia, uh, won. They beat, uh, they, they pinned, uh, one of the two, GG or JJ. I forget which.
1: Why wouldn't you pin your champions?
0: Well, the deal is here's the deal. Um, Wade Barrett says, uh, that Toxic Attraction have had the t- tag titles on lockdown since they won them in Halloween Havoc. And my response is that they haven't defended the titles since they won them. So that makes it much easier to have the titles on lockdown, Wade. Like, if they haven't defended the titles, of course they're still the champions. How do they lose the belts if they weren't defending the titles?
1: It says if you forget that. Somebody stole them backstage once and then they got them back by the end of the episode. Like how dare you forget that all important segment yeah. where two dudes stole them. I think was it Imperium? Did yeah. they have them? Oh god. Yeah, no, they no, should No, have no. Tack- G-Y-V,
0: GYV uh stole them. That's right. Okay. To, to like send a, a FaceTime to their nana.
1: My god.
0: Yeah. <laughs> how
1: could I have gotten that confused? <laughs>
0: Now, it seems that Toxic Attraction might, might be in for some other things in the future because there is a, pro, a video pre-tape package thing they did for Idris Ennofay and, and Malik Blade that made me insane on two levels. Okay.
1: Wait, we also need to just acknowledge that. Mandy Rose got out of the pool. Yeah, that, of the pool. That's a big it victory for us. Right.
0: It is it's as a society. As a society, thank God. <laughs> um, so it does not help that Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett keep putting over the fact they've had what an incredible run these two have had into the semifinals. Like they only got into the tournament because they got their asses kicked so hard their opponents got disqualified they only won their first round match because their opponents got distracted like it was it was uh, the 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 least impressive two match win streak ever other than maybe Aliyah on SmackDown so we got we got them backstage celebrating like oh my god we're going to shock the world we're going to win the whole tournament like no you're not no nobody thought we could beat uh, Joe Gacy and and they're they're interspersing, by the way, match footage of of these matches as they as they mention them. Nobody thought we could beat George Joe Gacy and Harland. Guess what? You didn't. You got your asses kicked so hard that they had to disqualify your opponent. That part of the match notably was not shown in the clips of that match during this pre Then they said nobody thought we could beat Legato, and we did. They did not show Santa Escobar getting on the on the apron and getting taken off the apron by a Braun Breaker, which distracted uh Joaquin Wild, leading to the to the loss. They didn't show that either. They're just they're they're hooping and hollering about how not only are they have they, have they had this amazing run, nobody thought we could do it, and we're gonna win the whole thing. Then they're like, and then our prize for winning it is that we get to ask out. Toxic attraction, ladies. And Anderson Face says, Malik, you're going to ask out Mandy Rose. And Malik's like, oh, no, she wouldn't say yes to me. Oh, I really like that guy. I I want to root for him to win because he's so confident in himself. But it's it's not like, well, I mean, I don't think she should be designated as the prize for having won a tournament. That's kind of creepy. It's like, oh, gee, I love Manny Rose, but there's no way Sage say yes to a guy like me. And then it's like, yes, she would, because you're going to win the Dusty Cup. And I'm going to ask out both Gigi and JJ. And then we're all, the both of us are going to be dating toxic attraction. Won't that be awesome? And then I'm going to flex my pecs. And then Malik Blade says, what what happened to your shirt? He wasn't wearing a shirt for the entirety of the promo. It's kind of weird that you just notice he's not wearing a shirt. I hated everything about this. Doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, you're gonna hate it more because they're gonna win.
0: <clears throat> no, they're yep. not gonna. They're not gonna beat MSK.
1: Here's the good news. The good news is this is going to resurrect Dusty from the dead. He's gonna come back and kick Vince McMahon's ass. Um, so that's the good news. We'll we'll get Dusty Rhodes back. Um, yeah. I I wish I had confidence that they weren't going to win. Yes, it's disgusting. Women are prizes uh gross i will say this whole thing is high school though so that does kind of feel like if i become the quarterback that i get to go out with the head cheerleader
0: yes but But this
1: was also their attempt i think to give them a personality and it did not go well but i think they they're like oh they're gonna be the ultimate baby faces and they're gonna win and imperium is gonna cost msk
0: but, but they're but uh, the my only saving grace to that is that imperium is locked in a feud with creed brothers they're gonna be they're busy like i think the creed brothers are winning this whole tournament because then they can face the uh, uh, imperium for the belts like i think that's that's where we're going um uh but um the 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 draw of this of these of this bracket infuriates me in the semifinals, spoiler alert, uh, the next thing that happens uh, in the involved is that uh, GYV uh, faces Chase U. Two nominal heel teams, whatever. We'll talk more about that match later. GYV wins. Thank God. But the Grizzly Young Veterans versus the Creed Brothers are, it's basically a heel versus heel thing. I mean, it's its kind of like all up in the air. Who knows? We're just going to switch people from face to, face to heel all over the place. So it doesn't really matter. But it's, they've always been packaged as heel teams facing each other in the semifinals and on the other end msk and malik blade and Edwards Nofe are absolutely baby faces and they have to face each other you couldn't figure out a way to get a heel versus face team in each bracket of the finals like semifinals that doesn't like that's not a thing that you could do when you build the bracket it just might get a lot easier simpler
1: that would mean they would have to know what they're doing longer than a week in advance. Ah. The only thing that makes it a little okay, and only a little okay, is it is one-offs in a tournament. So it's not like it's kind of I, supposed to be by it. chance, but I get what you're saying, and that you get to write the show. It's yeah. not by chance. So yeah, exactly. that, that makes total sense, but that's the only kind of like Kate Fabe uh, reason that I that I can like get around that a little bit is like well it's supposed to be by chance it shouldn't really matter who's right. who's good and who's bad but you're right in that like oh you just have to switch one and i do like those matches better of like who's facing who so i like selfishly i like that part um because right. i really want to see the creed brothers and gristled young that's real real bad so
0: yeah, uh that that's that is I, I want to see it too as long as it's like given the actual I I I worry about the Creed brothers getting taken out by Imperium because they're curr- currently f- feuding with them. And like I I I can't take espe- like after all of this like the way that that GYV is being presented out of the ring like them getting to the finals of the dusty dusty cup for a third year in the, in a row and losing it again would just feel so <laughs> they're like the Buffalo bills at this point. Like, come on, like, can we figure I, whatever. Um, the, the GYV and chase you match is, is really weird because they just decided that the chase you like Andre chase has been like the dastardliest of heels. Um, and like, the fact that he gets his ass kicked by faces and heels alike. I mean, I don't, did they just decide out of the blue to churn chase university babyface because they were doing like baby face chants with the crowd and, and trying to get them over as a, as a, as a thing as baby faces. Like he was like stomping and like saying, give me a C, give me an H, give me an A, give me an S, give me an E, give me a U. What's that spell chase you. And the crowd all went for it. I'm like, you were booing the hell out of this guy two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, There's... like, there, there there, are stories from people who are there that they don't, like, tell people what to do except for they do. Like, they have a producer who comes out, like, during commercials and go like, okay, everybody, the next match you're going to cheer for this people and boo these people. And the people who do it right, they get to come backstage and get a t-shirt or something. And it's like, oh, is this what we're doing now? You basically created a Thunderdome full of live fans? i was just
1: gonna say it's like well if we can't pipe in crowd noise because it's so obvious yeah we'll manipulate the real fans that are there without fancy t-shirts yeah uh yeah i hate this nobody wants to cheer for andre chase the way he built him up that's not his fault but he's if you're going out there talking about teachable moments and beating like and jobbing and whatever like that's not nobody wants to root for that guy that guy sucks
0: but uh, um, uh, GYV one, they did like a double version of their their like Shatter Machine in a, a you yeah. know in interesting way. It was kind of cool. Um, a I lot of really was...
1: cool in ring things today. Yes,
0: there were, um, and they pinned the new kid, whose gimmick I guess is he plays football, although. Like I've we never seen him like he
1: plays fake football at a fake university. He plays, yeah,
0: he's, he's he's the star athlete on a fake football team on a fake university that doesn't exist.
1: It made me think of Ace Ventura pet detective when he goes to the asylum is
0: two two. And and this is this is where I'll where we'll we'll get past this and and, and well for, for okay. Von Wagner shows back up after fresh after being suspended and then fined and then his fine was paid and his suspension was lifted, and he destroys Andre Chase and and the kid whatever his name is Bodie something I think Bodie, um, and uh, and then uh, Robert Stone gives him a uh, a blue sport coat, which matches Robert Stone's and he's and he says he says he's under Von Wagner's back and he's under new management. If this means we never have to hear Von Wagner speak another word. That's an improvement. Other than that, I honestly don't know what the hell this is. I will remind you, they thought highly enough of this dude to put him in a fatal four-way with Ciampa and LA Knight and Pete Dunne for the title on the first night of this show back in September. And now, like, he's, like, lower mid-card being managed by Robert Stone, whose gimmick is he manages losers.
1: Alex, he was thought of highly enough. He got called up to SmackDown to stand there and give the most compelling promo of all time.
0: I mean,
5: they just had him stand there and
0: nobody mentioned him. And then he's never been seen again. Like the I, the, the thing was that he got called up and he stood there and Vince was like, no, I don't like it. And they never referenced it again. But I don't know where that was planning on going. Just, just gone. Just I a thought it was going things- to be
1: like Adam Pearce's Heavy. Like maybe, you well, know what I mean? Was, like This
0: was back when Adam Pierce was afraid that Brock Lesnar was going to show up and beat him up again. And I thought that he was going to have like a guy who was his personal bodyguard who if Brock Lesnar showed up, that guy was going to take care of it. And then we got to see, we were going to get to see Von Wagner get F5 12 times. I thought that would have been fun. But instead.
1: yeah. Instead, there's this. I mean, on the on the plus side they clearly recognize that he is way further behind than they initially thought. Like they at least acknowledge now um, that he is not the superstar that I think they, for whatever reason, thought he was. So this makes sense. It makes sense to put people that don't bring a ton of charisma with them, with a manager who for better or worse, like he does his thing. Robert Stone does his thing and that's fine. My only thing is like, it's not like he lacks charisma and is so great in the ring. You know what I mean? Like I I'm still waiting to see the most redeeming part of this guy. And it's I've seen enough of him that I'm I'm getting nervous. Yeah. That that is just not there, really. Yes. So um
0: Mark Lossborough says, Nothing can be a bigger kiss of death than having a feud with Ande Trace and being paired with Robert Stone. He says this guy is done, and I say I, I say I, I do not think he is, because uh Vince um saw enough of, of, of something in him to do that on the first night uh he's big he's very tall um at like he's not done um he's just they're trying to figure out something they can do with him until he's ready for another shot that i think they would be much more willing to give up on him uh if he was five foot 11 oh for you sure know, 35 like undoubtedly they they're, yeah um whatever um he's not done yet uh, unfortunately, because he kind of should be he's but,
1: done like in my head and my heart. But oh, he's sure, not he was sure. never really there. But no, they, you know they're, I mean? they're
0: going to insist upon him for oh, a yeah. while. Um yeah. so uh I'm doing it, aren't I? I'm I'm picking apart literally every little thing after I said I liked the show. <laughs>
1: well, it's it's tricky. It's tricky because one, we're grading on a curve and two, yeah. you know, we're talking about each segment with equal weight when a lot of the things that happened in the really, ring and the actual yeah. matches were really the, the, the good. The matches and we were really good. Finishes. And I think that
0: kind of, that kind of helped. Um, yeah.
1: And, they, and there were clean finishes. So yeah. like the things that we should get to assume are good. Were And like there were, right there were,
0: there were good booking decisions. Like the G- GYV going over all at Chase U was, was definitely in doubt for me. Like, and they made the oh, right yeah. call. So like that, that's good. That helps me a lot. That I, that I recognize somebody is not like with the, somebody with the pencil is not just out of their mind. That 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 makes me feel they a lot might better.
1: be. I mean, they, they probably
0: are, but at least they didn't show ver- reasons why that is. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: this game of Meeny, mini mo ended yeah. up in the correct column. Same with Io Shirai.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, and we'll talk about that in a bit. We're gonna have some back backstage typey stuff. We had a Grayson Waller promo. He's backstage. The camera is shot from underneath, so it can show you how tall his guy is. Sh- 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 shank- shanka? I, I forget what they. He had a specific name. sir with an S, whatever it was. They called him something. It's not what he used to be called. Anyway, no, it's, it's his not, his, not weird. His, uh, his Indian um, new bodyguard, right? Yes. Is there, and he says, "Hey, uh, L.A. Knight." Um, you know, you thought you could get one over on me um, th- throwing, um, you know, putting Dex Loomis in my way or whatever. Uh, but you didn't reckon on me having backup. Now you better read that, that uh, restraining order. Cause it's still in effect. Like I know you can't read sound out the long words. Cause I'd hate for seed to see you get arrested. But here's my, here's my guy, my new bodyguard, who is one of the biggest stars in Bollywood. People love him, and my question is, if he's one of the biggest stars in Bollywood, why is he your bodyguard now? And then I was like, oh, I guess that makes just about as much sense as former Olympic gymnast slash daddy's girl, and favorite son of one of the biggest mafia crime families in America, deciding that NXT is where the real money is, so... Yeah, I suppose one of the biggest stars in Bollywood being Grayson Waller's bodyguard makes perfect sense.
1: I did not appreciate the 90s MTV angle of him being shot underneath. (laughs) That's true. At all. Yeah. I have my reservations about Grayson Waller. So the idea that Grayson Waller is supposed to be putting someone else over in this. It's... It's rough, man. It's early, and that's a, a a big ask. I think him having a heavy makes sense character wise because he's a weasel. Yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. like he's supposed to be cocky enough to think the Grayson Waller effect is the most dominating thing in the world, right? Why does he need a a heavy? Um, but this was this was fine. I was kind of distracted by the the under angle into what you said about like the biggest Bollywood star. I'm like, well then why does he want to be an NXT wrestler?
0: Not even a wrestler. He's not even a wrestler. Yeah. He's, bodyguard. Your bodyguard. Like, yeah. I just, I don't He's like, not like he used, he used to work as a bodyguard for the biggest Bollywood stars. There you've a- got me. Consi- like That's consistency. That's what his line of work is. That's his chosen field. His occupation is he guards bodies. And he came from Bollywood to guard you because you decided to pay him more because you make all this money off of all of your social media stuff, right? Grayson Waller,
1: is it bodyguard like how Wardlow's a bodyguard though? Sangha,
0: thank you, Pon Meh. Yes. Sangha, that is what they call them. Sangha.
1: Sangha, um, is it like a Wardlow bodyguard though, where you're like, yeah, you're a bodyguard, bodyguard, but you're also. A oh, oh, he's
0: definitely going to face L.A. Knight in several matches. Yeah, as long as L.A. Knight is still. By the way, though, L.A. Knight actually won losing. his thing on main event, and then he had a he cut a promo on Dolph Ziggler, right? On, on Dolph Ziggler, late, late, under uh, their little digital only exclusive. So he says, "Hey, Dolph, Bobby Roode, why don't you come to NXT 2.0, and I'll and we'll show you that the future is now, or whatever." Dummy, yeah, yeah,
1: tomorrow is closer than it appears. Look, LA Knight versus Dolph Ziggler. I would actually love, love, that would be love great. to see. It'd be
0: a yeah. lot of fun. But he, he, he <laughs> might get called up before he has to job out to to Grayson Waller. Um, I, I, I think he might very well be in the, uh um, in the Rumble. In the Rumble. Uh, he's cooked.
1: He should be. Like he should have never even stopped at NXT, yeah. in my opinion. Like he was yeah, main roster guy from the get.
0: Mark Losper says, uh, Wade Barrett said at some point in the show that Grayson Waller proves you don't have to be liked to be successful. Grayson Waller being successful is news to me because he still hasn't, he's won that one match versus Dexter Loomis. And I think one against Odyssey Jones who they, they announced he's got a torn, a ruptured patella tendon. So, so that there was a kayfabe attack by, um, uh, by Harland, uh, to write him off television. At first, that he said on on TV that the knee was just a sprain, he'd be back in a few weeks, but that was a lie because he had ruptured the patella tendon, and they did the angle with Harlan to write him off TV. Which I honestly appreciate those little touches to like give me a storyline reason why somebody just disappears out of nowhere forever. I like that they actually give you a storyline reason, and they don't do that. So
1: and got attacked.
0: Yeah, because that um, was also random. <laughs> was true. And Mark Lesper says, I hate Gross, Grayson, Waller, definitely not in the way that WWE wants me to. It's true. Uh, you know what else I hate? This Raquel and Cora story. Raquel is doing squats on a squat rack, and Cora Jade sidles up to her with her tiny skateboard and her little beanie, and she's like, so, you want to be my partner yet? And she's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. What do I have to do to prove myself to you? Do I have to lift this weight? And Raquel's like, no, you don't, and you're not going to be able to do it. And then Cora Jade can't. Um, and then uh, it's like, I like but, uh, Dakota Kai, I might hate Dakota Kai, but she at least has what it takes to to, to do it. You did one move off the top uh, of the top of a cage and that's it. And I'm not going to be your partner. And I said, but what do I have to do to prove myself to you? Let me, let me be your tag partner. And then Raquel turns her back and then Cora Jade goes to slap her. Like her, 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 her tactics to win her over were, like be 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 kind of cute and like, hey, want to be my tag partner? Nope. How about I'm gonna do a weightlift to prove myself to you? How about I'm gonna go? Please, come on. I'll be your best friend. And then when that didn't fail, I'm going to physically attack you. Like those were the, those were all of her stages that she got to. Like this is how I'm going to get a new tag partner.
1: Like, what the hell? So the only thing that I and it's not justifiable, but if I'm trying to play devil's advocate, would be Raquel was like, you don't have what it takes. So I think. Right. We've seen in the wrestling trope so many times that to yes. prove to you, to earn your respect, I have to beat you. Right doesn't work backstage so much. That no. just feels weird. But also, like I don't know, man. There's tons of other people around. Just go get one of them as a tag yeah, there's, partner. There's a, lot of,
0: there's a lot of people. Go get Wendy Chu. Go Cora Jane Wendy, Wendy Chu could be a lot of fun to watch. Be together. So cute together. <laughs> I would be <laughs>
1: so in on that. But also, I did appreciate that. Raquel said, "I know what it takes to win the Dusty Cup, yeah. like, and and you don't have it. Like, I, it at I know, least I know what, I know what, there. I
0: know what it takes to win the Dusty Cup, and then lose the tag belts a half hour later. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, like that was one 45 thing. 45 seconds later, you could have said that. Um,
1: and uh, what I don't know why J didn't say, yeah, I jumped off and I dislocated my arm, right or shoulder, yeah. arm, yeah. and I still got the pin, bitches." So no. like she should have said that of like no I am that scrappy thing because look what happened when I did that, um, um, seemed like a very logical thing to point to that they missed.
0: Um, Mark Losper says, <laughs> Luis has titled this uh, "Sanga is coming." Um, <laughs> Mark Losper says, fun fact: Sanga, pronounced like it rhymes with banger, so sanger is huh. a, an Australian slang for sandwich. So I'm sure that the culturally sensitive WWE won't do anything with that fact at any point. Um, I'm sure they don't know right now, but Grayson Waller might bring it up to them. They'd be like, Oh, great. We're going to have you call him sandwich. Um, so, uh, so it's a, it's a, can they coexist tag tag team? That's literally just like what they're going to do, except for they're taking their sweet ass time getting there. And along the way, they're going to have Cora Jade beat Raquel Gonzalez to prove that she's ready or like or come close enough that Raquel decides, you know what, you've proven it to me that we can be is one of them have to get pinned by the other one for them to be tag partners?
1: No, I think maybe something happens with Dakota. I think like Dakota attacks Raquel or something and yeah. uh then Raquel has to give in to Cora or, or something something with that piece of the story rather than within themselves, but it's NXT and they hate me, yeah. so it'll probably be them pinning each other.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um uh so we got Eero Shri versus Tiffany Stratton, the thing that was threatened earlier in the night came to fruition. Um, and uh, it, one thing that I thought was very funny is they had um they had they had Vic Joseph standing on the outside of the ring. And then Tiffany Stratton did her pose like where she like sits on the on the top of the of the of the ring ropes facing the hard cam and it looked like her boots were like resting on his shoulders and I thought that was very cute. Uh, it's just so stupid. Ayo <laughs> Shirai looks at her like why are you in the ring with me? And that was proven throughout the uh the the episode the, <laughs> uh, the match.
1: We too were wondering why. We
0: too were wondering what that what why that happened. Um the Nerguru says this is such a clown show. The idea that EO Shirai wouldn't beat Tiffany Trump, I mean, Tiffany Stratton, is egregious. They don't deserve EO. everything sucks. Um, like, I don't know. Like, Tiffany Stratton is a legit former, like, Olympic-level gymnast. But, like, they mention that, but, like, she doesn't do, like, does she do Olympic gymnast-type moves? Like, I wouldn't mind seeing her do some kind of, like, cool, like, you know, spinny, jumping-through-the-air stuff. But whatever, or
1: like just even like a springboard, yeah, like, just, <laughs> just something kind of basic like that.
0: Yeah, yeah this um, was a uh, very medium.
1: Yeah, very yeah. medium.
0: Uh, so Mark Lusford, Yes, I saw someone retweet a GIF of EO's face retweet uh, reacting to Tiffany Stratton doing some BS. EO is all of us in 2022. Um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> And Jay Blood says, "Yes, if if they do create an actual on-screen daddy character for Tiffany Stratton, there is absolutely no way the daddy character is going to be anything but creepy." Yes, I I I think that they they might take some liberties with that because you know
1: they should have skipped the daddy nonsense and just had her be La Knight's girlfriend.
0: Yeah, Or, or I mean, it's like, so easy. I mean, it's easy or whatever. Like, maybe do that or the daddy nonsense is weird because then we see her backstage. It's weird because she's she a full-grown woman. Yes. Like, if
1: you still yeah. call your dad "daddy,"
0: yeah, that gets weird. Um. So. So, um, she's backstage after she loses to a Rai Moon Thank God uh, that they didn't decide. Hey, Tiffany Shannon doesn't get her first win against Eosha Rai because you never put it past him, right? so um she's backstage on her phone like everybody here is so mean to me daddy i hate it here and then uh she she sees uh wendy chu who's sitting there and she's uh and then she's it's like don't feel bad eo beats everybody which i thought was a really sweet thing to say so like what? honestly like it's a really nice wendy Chu wants to be her friend that's fine and then the honestly i thought one of the best lines of, of the night happened 'Cause she slapped her, her her little her little soda thing with a straw or whatever, slapped it out of her hand, and then you hear her go, Oh my free refill. <laughs> and I was just like <laughs> I was I was like, this relatable, to relatable content. Very relatable. Um, um this is the thing about Wendy Chu, the former Mei Ying. That's range. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If you're a 5000-year-old dragon lady who breathes metal into people's lungs and then you can get a gimmick switched like that and then you're get again, I always say if no matter how bad the gimmick is, if I feel like you are finding interesting ways to play it and fully committing to it, I will I will forgive you. I won't forgive them for giving it to you. But if you can actually say, I'm going to try as hard as I can, that's why I love Tony D'Angelo because he does everything, puts everything into that gimmick. This, she's great. And that was a really cool line reading. Like, really good um, delivery and timing. Oh, my free refill. Like, I so thought that great. was hilarious. So and, then, great. You know, so
1: and I didn't hate Tiffany Stratton when she's walking away, too, going, and there's girls in pajamas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that me laugh so credit to her too here's what happened
4: yeah
1: wendy chu showed vince at some point that she can be funny and now her career is over because as soon as you show vince that you can be funny yeah that's all you are to him look at matt riddle look at the viking raiders it's over it's over for
0: wendy Chu. as uh, also when vince notices something else about you when Bruce Pritchard notices something else about you, perhaps you didn't get to perform a song live in the middle of the ring in, in NXT 2.0, because I don't know if you saw this, but there's the Ollie J and she comes out and my goodness, put those
3: things away, girl. You're going to float away like a Macy's day balloon. My
0: God. Like I mean, listen. That I mean,
1: is how you got six to get eight husbands,
3: don't you pretend otherwise? Well, listen. What in my youth, sure, but everything's hanging down around my knees now. <laughs> my, but come on. I would. I mean, but perhaps behind closed doors, yes. But like, like at least eighty you percent know, of the
0: cleavage is just out there. It's like, I mean, it, it looks fantastic, by the way, fantastic. But still, just. It's just Leave something to the imagination, honey. This is a PG
1: rating, darling. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, this was not good,
0: yeah. So she gets to come out and, and perform her song, uh, I'm gonna make em fall in love, which I've I know I've heard somewhere else on WDB programming before tonight. I'm just not sure exactly it where was just or how. It's weird
1: to have like clips of Tony D'Angelo,
0: it was cool. really, really
1: because we're already in yeah. love with him. Like it's not like I need to fall in love with you. I'm already in love with Tony G. But it was just not it's not a video
0: promo package. No, stuff. it was really weird. <laughs> was and so I mean, uh, yes, jeez. Uh whatever. So uh, yeah, Carmelo Carmelo and Trick, this is the this is their function on this night is to introduce her and she it wasn't like it was like Poppy performing at a takeover. Just in like the three quarters of the way through the second hour of, of a random episode of NXT, here's this girl, just to, to rap a song, and 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 I did not I did not see a lot of people complimenting the song. I saw people complimenting other things, but not the song.
1: I saw them complimenting two things, <laughs> very specifically. Touche.
3: <laughs> I see what you did there.
1: See what I. You okay. see, because she had the two, mm. and they were both on display, like the cakes in one of those cases that spin around at the diner that I love so much. Oh my god! Give me a cheesecake from one of those rotating mm. pie dishes in the cases. They they don't take those actual slices. Yeah. They have pies that are fresh, yeah. but they're there to catch your eye, just like her bing bongs.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's true. Um. So we 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 got. Um, so Graham B says, Can we just call her Charmella? I mean, perhaps that's that's thank you. Uh, uh, Mark Losper says, I caught the last minute of whatever hell this Ali J performance was. Um, uh, I hate speaking about this this way about a woman rapper trying to apply their trade, but we all know why she got on TV. It got nothing to do with talent or popularity. I mean, honestly, if this was a thing we saw all the time, I'd be like, Okay, fine, but this is
1: well, she's not like a rapper in kayfabe.
0: Is she a wrestler? I honestly don't even know what she is. Like, she's just like, I've I've never seen her before. It was
1: the lack of context followed it by did. a mediocre song and yeah. like it being like a half live performance, half video yeah. package. It was. She didn't have a fighting chance with the way it was presented.
0: Yeah. The the nerd guru says, "Did Poppy also get released? Because she was us considered a hunter lady, because her 2.0 version is n- not great." um yeah (laughs) so she's a she's a shoot rapper apparently like this is what she does um she didn't have a lot of a stage presence but i guess that's not really a thing i don't i don't i don't know anything about the modern everyone listens to the spotify but i i don't do that that's not my thing so well and
1: it was also a performance in a wrestling environment in a like sincerely when i went to a saturday night live taping the musical guest was the band fun and they were very good um that is one of the worst rooms i could imagine being a performer in because the entire stage is off to the left of the crowd very awkward and you're in the middle of a variety show i'd imagine that's how this felt as a performer like it's in a wrestling capacity like this was a very 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 weird environment
0: Mark Glasper says she has less than a hundred followers on SoundCloud. So So
1: that's what we're that's where we're at.
0: That's where we're at. <laughs> that's,
1: that's where that's, we're that's, at.
0: That's where we're at. So
1: she's in developmental too. That's a nice way to look at it.
0: There you go.
1: Everybody's she's,
0: she's full up fully developed in some areas. That's she's all
1: got her 2.0s out, you know what <laughs> I mean?
0: <laughs> you are bad. You are so bad. I'm
1: so bad. I'm so okay. bad. Okay, anyway,
0: we're going to move on past this. <laughs> um so, uh I'm going to circle back to other things before we get to the end, but we got our main event. Now Tony D, I love the Tony D, you know. I um he's he's wonderful. He's actually been in like what? Two out of the last four main events. Something like that. Yeah. the last five, so that's that's big. That he's they they're, they're putting him on last. They understand that you know he's got the uh, the following, and that's good. Um, so um, yeah, uh, Mark Lossman says main event was passable, other than the Grimes botch. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> he says, boy, do I have a lot to say about this Imperium shtick. We we got <laughs> to that stuff earlier, but thank you, Mark, for all of your for all of your humpings chats. Um, so. Um, I thought this was good. Um, uh, uh, Grimes is in that weird place where like he's, n- he was newish enough in 1.5 that he doesn't feel like the old guard, but he's definitely not the new kids. So he's in this weird purgatory middle ground where I'm not sure what they really want to do. It's
1: like with NXT
0: 1.75. Yeah.
1: It's a tough place to be.
0: Yeah, it is. It's tough. um, but I, yeah, I, I, I like, I liked this. I, 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 really love the identity of Tony D in the ring. Just being a guy who, if he catches you in the wrong place, you're going to go for a ride. Yeah, Like, I, I, I mean, that's just a really cool idea. Like his, his ethos, I guess, as a wrestler is like, he's a brawler. At any point, if he gets you in the right position, you're gonna go across the ring, and I think that's a kind of a cool little hybrid thing to do. It's, it's, it's. I mean, Eddie is way more brawler and less, uh, less, um, uh, suplexer. But occasionally, if he's in the ring with a guy like Daniel Garcia's size, look, he's, got he's just gonna fisherman
1: suplex that'll, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: but but it's the same basic idea, and I think that that's a really cool uh, ground for him to <laughs> occupy is that kind of a, of a guy. I think that works really well for him. Grimes is great. And I think we all kind of figured Grimes was going to win, but there was a moment there where I was like, dude, they're doing this deal for, 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 um, for Tony D. And I think that's, that's excellent. He cut, he cut a little promo beforehand where, where they cut to him and he was, and he was his hat was right there and his mouth was moving, but they hadn't turned up the audio yet. So it first started and it looked like he was given a promo to his hat and i just thought that was a cute thing to do um <laughs> but but he's like hey you come here you got to get on my head you better get on my freaking head we're going to go We're going to um but I, I i i thought this was was really good um and the ending protected tony d which is not something they have any obligation to do at this point and like he's
1: not like a strength of theirs, no, in the, in the past few weeks. so no, I had an interesting conversation with a friend of mine about Tony D because he wasn't as big of a fan, so now our friendship's over, yeah, so that's it. No, he actually brought up a a fun point, which was he was like, I think it needs to be even more, meaning like, cut out some of the maybe Bobby talk and just throw on like a. What did he say? It just just throw if you catch my drift onto everything he's ever said. And yeah. I, I loved that idea because you could do yeah. it with every opponent ever yeah. of like, I'm gonna send Cameron Grimes to the moon. If you catch my drift, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like because it would be endless. There would be yeah. infinite possibilities. So he wants them to turn the Tony D up even yeah. more, which yeah. I think is kind of
0: fun. It's kind of funny. So um
1: also last call, send in your super chat, send in your yeah. Humper chats, leave yes. a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe um, to Fightful Select.
0: There was the hey, moment that I thought was unfortunate because you can tell, like Grimes is the ring veteran. I don't know how many matches D'Angelo wrestled before he started in NXT, if if at if at all, but Grimes has been around, so he's obviously the more the the more experienced. He's the guy who's going to be kind of controlling the action there. He went up to do a, a, a moonsault moon salt or something from the from the turnbuckles, uh, and slipped. And then he went back up and did it again. But during that time, Tony D just had to stand there. You know what I mean? And it kind of made both of them look not great. But they, the rest of the match was really good. So like it was kind of salvaged in a lot of ways. I think one of the things that uh, that, that impressed me the most about Tony D is just, is just really... He's got great performer's instincts, which we see with his promos and stuff, but also in the ring. Like, the, the sell of... The, the painting to the head from last week. Yes. We just excellent. sat down and was kind of confused about why he's wearing a painting. Like that was really cool. But tonight he took a, a, a penalty kick to the face while he was standing by the apron and he kind of wobbled and went down to one knee with the other one splayed out in front of him. And he was like, it was one of those deals. Like I, there are that- ways to sell stuff, particularly shots to the head that don't require you to just bump like crazy or, or do the big man thing of like, oh, I don't like what happened, you know, like they're, they're just dropping to one knee and pausing, like I got my bell rung, but I'm going to be okay. Just give me five seconds. Like there's, there's that, which just feels like it's more of a real fight. And I just think that, that he's got really good instincts to like, just make it feel more, this feels weird to say about a character like him. He makes wrestling feel more real because he does things that don't feel like they're overly showy. So
1: it's proportionate. That's to me. I am always like, okay, so he was a Bret Hart guy and not a Shawn Michaels guy. That's that's what that yeah. is to me. Yeah, yeah. Bret would sell a turnbuckle spot. He wouldn't yeah. roll across the ring and fall out, but he would sell a turnbuckle spot. Right? Like I'm a CM Punk a fan he yeah. had that kind of cell yeah. too all the time. Like yeah. I appreciate that. Cause it feels more realistic to the context you're in. Are you a leg slapper? or Are you not a leg slapper? Yeah. There's your other, your other litmus test. But to me, yeah. that's like, I feel like I can tell if you're a Brett or a Sean guy based right. on yourself.
0: Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so he gets, he gets out of the ring to avoid what was going to certainly be the, um, the cave in. And when he's out there by the, by the announce table, here comes Pete Dunn with a cricket bat who smacks him on the hand. And um,
5: and, and Tony D looks at him like, aren't you on the main roster? Like, he just looks at him like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? Didn't I send you packing?
0: We did a whole funeral for you last week.
1: Pete Poppins packing,
0: yeah. I, I, honestly, it looked like Tony D was not told that Pete Dunn was going to show up at the end of the match. Like, it was a surprise to him. Shoot. And I thought that was really funny. Um, But he gets back in the ring, immediately gets the the cave in. And so Pete just says, "Eh." you know, I guess we're continuing this feud, which I thought was like, I thought they had done a really good job of like, Pete Dunn going out on his back to to put over this guy. The feud was good. Each guy guy won a match. So I guess this is the rubber match, but we'll see where that goes. Um, But he... Comes back, Cameron Grimes is facing um, uh, Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship at Vengeance Day on February 15th, which of course is going to be Galentine's Day here for Linda and Sheila. So of course. Have, have fun with that. Um, How
1: could it be anything else, darling? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So, but that was not the only return that we saw because earlier they said we saw... Sandoz Escobar and and um, and Electra Lopez talking about how Braun says he's the first to show up and the last to leave. Well, that's interesting. Maybe we'll stay a little longer. And everything was belied because we saw Braun Breaker leaving right after the main event. So he's not the last to leave <laughs> because because he's definitely leaving before Pete Dunne and Tony D'Angelo and Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams and Cameron Grimes. So best. Like at best, he's the sixth last to leave.
1: On SpongeBob, when they put up like the one hour later or whatever, yeah, they should have put d- up
0: one of those in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, um, I um, then uh, so we're gonna be there. So he's walking out, and they do somebody's interviewing him in the parking lot. Don't do that. And then Santos and his boys pull up in a, in an SUV. I'm like you want to go? Let's go right now. And uh, th- they said he's got to have to face get a partner to face uh, Mendoza and Wild next week. But he doesn't have any friends, of course. So that won't Why happen. would a face have friends? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, and it turns out he does have a friend. Tommaso Ciampa shows back up. And they kind of like bump fists. And they're like, okay, three on two. I like my odds, says uh, says Braun Breaker. And I thought that was cool. And I like Ciampa like, having respect. Break occur now like you beat me fair and square you're really good uh I, I i respect you i respect your family screw these guys let's let's take them out i thought that was kind of cool if I, I i was sure champapa and pete dunn were going to the main roster because there's nothing more for them to do in nxt maybe they will eventually but they're definitely sticking around for a while
1: oh yeah, Breaker and Jobbar are not going to be able to coexist in the rumble and one of them's going to eliminate the other. Mm. That's what I think is going to happen. The only thing I love 97% of this. Yeah. The 3% that I didn't like was the timing thing that you called out and you're now putting your new champion in a tag situation feels a little weird because it it's feels... It's a thing they
0: love to do because it's they like... They do.
1: And it, it lets you tell a long-term story with a stable. So I don't hate it because there's a lot of things that you can do with that. But my, yeah. my only gripe about that is like... It feels like they're doing that because they don't have anybody for him to face. Yeah. Like it feels like they don't have a single contender for him. So that's that's my only thing. I don't mind it from a story standpoint. And I love I mean
0: he's he's gonna face Santos at 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 you know at at Galantine's Day. He's gonna he's gonna face him at Galantine's Day. And um and that's Breaker. Was, yeah.
1: Santos Galantine's Day. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Um uh, so anyway, uh, I yeah I I I I think it's fine. It's whatever. Um, uh, I, I'm I, I would be shocked to not see Braun Breaker in the Rumble, but maybe they don't want him to get to lose. If he's not going to win it, you don't you don't put him in it. If he, they don't want oh. him to see him like lose, maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, so let's go back through all the stuff that we that we talked about before. Let's start um, with
1: this one though. Just a reminder to go to GoFundMe to help out Wild yes, Boy, who's so yes. nice to us. We're halfway Good. to the goal, it's not like a crazy large goal, it's not insurmountable. So, if we all pitch in, yes, we can get there. So, go to yeah. that link, go to the fightful Twitter account, go to Sean's Twitter account, go to my Twitter account. The link right. is there. And now, on to the rest of the super chats in the jukebox.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Graham B says,
5: uh, Hey, keep cool, Gabagoo. If you catch my drift. <laughs> That really would work infinitely.
1: Yeah, like in a it's a
0: really good.
5: If you know what I mean.
1: You know what I'm saying?
5: Hey. Um
0: you know what I'm saying? so Valob talking about Von Wagner says, the fact that Von Wagner grunts every move he makes slash takes stirs something primal in Vince, reminding him of Lex Luger. The Wagner Express ain't stopping anytime soon. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh and, and 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 Luis says the real Wagner. Doctor Wagner is facing homicide in GCW in LA, and I cannot wait.
4: That does sound like fun.
0: Um, so <laughs> JW Pringle sends a super chat talking about the Sean ASMR Blue Chew ad. Stop looking through me, Step SRS. Creepy. <laughs> um. So so uh, then we get uh, Mark Losper saying about Imperium. If we're being honest, given the gimmick, Imperium is more likely to go after Trick and Carmelo than anyone else. Perhaps, perhaps I I I won't I won't say you're wrong there. Um, this is Sean Blanchard thought
1: of the show, by the way,
0: if you can see him,
1: <laughs> just facing the other way, just,
0: just not just he's, he's done in, in protest. He's um, over. <laughs> uh, Sean Blanchard says positives from NXT. <laughs> Bivens is still an absolute legend. They didn't feed E.O. Shirai to Tiffany Stratton. Tony D is in the main event again, and best of all, Mandy Rose got out of the pool again. Have a great and keep cool, Gabagools. Have a great week. Yes, YouTube and also Sean, with you, and also with you. Um, uh, so uh, Daniel Rothenberg says hi all. What is a weird finisher wrestler combo you want to see? For me, it is Walter hitting the Claymore.
1: Ooh. I, I I'm like
0: well well, that's interesting i I have never thought of such a thing. I want um, it to
1: be like I go the other way I want it to be like Brock Lesnar hitting a six thirty or something <laughs> just would murder somebody that
0: would that would be something um i don't I, say like one of those things like you can you can give any wrestler a uh um a uh uh, they're all whatever finisher you want. Like if you edit their moves in NXT, in, in like in uh, WWE 2K. So like, just give Omos like a a shooting star press That'd or be something, and, and just watch it. that it'd be kind of fun. That was uh, my Keith...
1: favorite with all the glitches and stuff. I didn't yeah. know you could do that. You could give people each other's entrances too. Yeah. And if you yes. give Brock Lesnar Nikki Bella's, you will laugh for oh, hours. it is
0: hilarious. Keith Lee doing a poison rana, says uh says Luis.
3: Which I, do, I feel
0: like I've seen him do at some point I mean probably he doesn't but I, but yeah uh I I don't know I would lo- uh, yeah I'd love to see um I mean it, it, I don't know i i I love watching um guys who are like 215 pounds wrestle dudes who are 150 because they just get to just be Lesnar what like that they don't get to do otherwise like buddy Murphy would wrestle guys in and two in 205 live that were much smaller than him, even though he wasn't necessarily that big of a guy, and he got to just chuck dudes everywhere. So yeah, I would probably vote for something like that. I want to see like,
5: <laughs> like let's yeah, let's have um,
0: Buddy Murphy or something like that doing like last ride power bombs to people, because go. that was always one of my favorite moves. Um, yeah, so there you go, Dan Rutherford. That's there's your answer. I like we that got, We only got one for the jukebox tonight, Kate. What? I know.
1: We only got one?
0: We, we only got one. Um. Uh, uh, but uh, that's the last one, so I'm, I'm going to save it for last. But We got some Kalex compliments. Oh. I am La Lucha says, I love you too. It's like getting to listen to your fav- two favorite Locks enthusiasts gossip about that group you hate. Please st- <laughs> keep spilling that tea. Thank you, I am La Lucha. We will. Um, Mark Losper says, I have nothing to say, really. Just keeping the Team Kalex extra half hour hopes alive. Assuming you <laughs> actually want to do it. Thanks, as always, for the entertainment. You guys rule. Um, we'll we'll definitely go um, quite a long time for our post-Royal Rumble show. Um, guys, so
4: yeah, do you yeah. want
1: a double header of Kalex? Yeah. yeah. How about three times in one week? You get us tonight. You get us on Friday because Sean's gonna be at Royal Rumble. So you get us for AEW Rampage and SmackDown, plus Fightful Select, doing a Royal Rumble review, podcast every day this week, and three with Alex. What a great week for me! <laughs>
5: <laughs> that that
0: SmackDown AEW Rampage show should be should be a blast because because that that I don't that that audience that doesn't tune in for this show has never seen this version of Kate. Like it's true. So they're gonna be like, what is happening? They've
1: never Who's met this? Linda and Sheila. They They've never met was?
0: Linda and Sheila. No, they have not. Um <laughs> Ricardo El Idolo Agrio says, you guys pop me tremendously. All hail. Uh all hail to you too, Ricardo. Thank you very much. Um uh yeah that should be a lot of fun. Yeah we're gonna do a post rumble show on Saturday. Um uh talking about ronda rousey coming back maybe and um uh uh, brock lesnar maybe losing the belt to bobby lashley and then winning the rumble Mm -hmm. um uh uh who like we have a few minutes what do you think we're going to be talking about on on, what's going to be the big story coming out of the royal rumble on saturday
1: Gosh, because both winners are so up in the air. I yeah. I don't know yet. I feel like the obvious thing is Bianca, but if Rhonda's going to come back, I mean, she could do a lot of really fun things in Rumble. She also kind of doesn't need it. But you have the whole other picture. You have Charlotte saying that she can call her shot. You have mm-hmm. Lita, who actually could. Yep. Um, Bailey, I think, is still a little bit of ways away, but that would yep. be super interesting. Like, or a dark horse. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think any of the titles change, though. If yeah. one does, it's it's lo- It's lot. the one that you've called. I think it's yeah. Lashley and Lesnar.
0: Uh, Luis uh, remembers, uh, says that uh, the Impact Women's Champion, uh, the Knockouts Champion, is in the Rumble this year, which is kind of crazy. But, uh, have you heard? They had no idea. That Mickey James was working with the Impact Wrestling when they called her to be in the Rumble, let alone that she was actually the champion, because nobody who works in WWE has context of anything else afterwards.
1: Of course not. It's their own world.
0: Uh, <laughs> I I am I am I owe the chat um, a eulogy on Walter's name from Tony D. I, I, I promised last week that I would do it this week.
5: <laughs> People coming eh, with receipts, dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to mourn the loss of a perfectly good name and to mourn the adding of a name out of the freaking blue that was, shall we say, easily Googleable. Uh, maybe decided upon in haste, or maybe uh, deliberately, I don't know, I don't know what these freaking people get up to at night, but Walter, you were a perfectly fine name. You were the name that everybody knew from your time in Europe and the UK and here. You, it was your name, your grandfather's name. He gave you his, he gave, you, your grandfather's name he gave you. And you're throwing it away for this gun to crap. I mean... I don't know why they would switch names. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust.
1: Gabagool.
0: Gabagool. Um, and then we got one, we got a late one coming in here. Um, from Grand B. Walter enters the rumble at number one, but the ring announcer called in sick. So Walter has to read the match rules. you yeah,
3: Every two minutes... A man will come down the ramp and uh, you. Uh, there'll be 30 of them. I'm doing this from memory. I apologize. So I am number one. There will be a number two. I will throw him out. Then there will be number three. I will throw him out. And so on and so on until you get to the end of the rumble. And oh, both feet have to touch the floor, which seems weird. Kofi, you're probably going to like land on your back and it's going to be fine. But listen, I don't make the rules. I'm just Reading them to you now. Anyway, send out the first victim. <laughs> there
4: you go.
0: Well done. Um, yeah. Thank. Thank you. Thank you for. <laughs> yeah. So. So Luis is writing the actual rules in here. Thirty participants. Which I <laughs> Both touch the floor over the top rope. I. I got it all. All right. Here we go. Plenty of time now to do the weekly regal wrap. As sent in by Zach Barber. This week it is the Digital Underground doing the Humpty Dance.
3: All right. Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny, but yo, I'm making money, see? So your world, I hope you're ready for me. Uh, uh, um, uh, Now gather round, I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink up all the Hennessy you got on your shelf, so just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty pronounced with a umpty yo ladies oh how i like to funk thee and all the rappers in the top 10 please allow me to bump thee i'm stepping tall y'all and just like humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me i like to rhyme i like my beats funky i'm spunky i like my oatmeal lumpy I'm sick with this straight gangster mac, but sometimes I get ridiculous. I'll eat up all your crackers and licorice. Hey, yo, uh, fat girl, come here. Are you ticklish? Yes, I called you fat. Look at me. I'm skinny. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me. I'm still getting in the girls' pants. And I even got my own dance. The Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. Do the Humpty Hump. Come on and do the Humpty Hump. War Games!
1: I did not know that William Regal was the get weird in a Burger King bathroom kind of guy, but here we are.
0: Yeah.
1: So. There go.
0: Kate Elizabeth, where can they yeah, find you? Sir.
1: You can, me. Me. <laughs> you can find me you can find me every tuesday night with alex in my mind right here you can find me wednesdays at the mark order podcast talking all things all elite aw rampage and smackdown show on fightful right after those programs normally with sean but this week with this guy and I'm Fightful Select doing pay-per-view reviews now, I guess. So, And this week, you can just go to my Twitter at Miss Fabe because I love me a good pun. I'm doing a couple guest appearances with Denise as well, and I did one yesterday. So come hang out. Listen to me talk about wrestling. If you don't want to hear me talk about wrestling, it's a rough week for you if you listen to podcasts.
0: <laughs> you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgrabs. Uh I talk about Raw and SmackDown on Fightful Select. Uh, on Monday nights and Friday nights, late night, um, and uh, also here on Tuesdays, and also this week on Friday, uh, ruining the night of everybody who just wants to see Sean actually talk about, you know, <laughs> regular stuff, and then uh, and then on on Sunday for the post Rumble Pod, which uh, on Fightful Select, which should be a lot of fun. So if you don't subscribe to Fightful select it's only five dollars a month people and you could do it and you could get our post rumble show which i think technically is like the 250th episode of sour grabs 2.50 so 2. 2.50 250 episodes whoa so, so that that should be a lot of fun i figured ah, that.
1: people but, sign up for select
0: yeah should be should be good um <laughs> The premium live event on Saturday is our live event after the premium live event.
1: I was just going to say, we should start calling Fightful Select shows premium live (laughs) select events. Um, But yeah, subscribe to Fightful Select and and come hang out with us unless you're not cool.
0: Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (sighs) Stay cool, Gabagool.
3: And also with you